Hi, welcome to the On Call Room. A Grey's Anatomy podcast. I'm Abby. I'm Bree. And we are here. Here. Today. <laughs> At a table. Um, if this is your first time listening to the podcast, great, welcome. We're so happy you're here. You should probably go back to season two. Just skip season one. Maybe they don't like seasons one through four of Grey's and they're just ready for season five. That's true. So maybe, hello, welcome to season five. Yes. So we are going through every episode of Grey's step by step and basically dissecting it. We talk about characters, we talk about plot lines, we talk about ourselves. And a lot. A lot, yeah. And there's spoilers. So if this is also like you haven't seen past this episode, I'm sorry. We're going to spoil some things. Right. Um, where can they find us, Bree? Um, well, if you want to follow us on Instagram, you can find us at the On Call Room Pod. Um, I like to put some little things up there once in a while. Abby recently started putting together stories about all of the shit that the cast from previous cast too from yeah. Grey's Anatomy is doing during the week. So it's, it's fun because if you don't want to follow all like twenty five of them, yeah, you can just look for our highlights at the end of yeah. every week. Well, highlight reel if like, you will. It was TR Knight's birthday. Happy birthday, George. Yeah, we are so happy you are actually really alive. <laughs> um, and then if you want to help support the podcast, um, you can find us at www.patreon.com slash the on call room. Um, that's P-A-T-R-E-O-N. It's in the show notes also. Abby, what do they get if they help support? So if you are someone that has a lot of opinions and you want to share them, the best thing you can do is become at least an intern, which is $2 or more a month. You get access to our private Facebook group where we have really beautiful, open, honest, and just funny conversations about either the podcast episode or the episode that has just recently aired. So if you have friends that don't watch Grey's but you want to talk about Grey's, we are the people for you. Um for $5 or more a month, you can get bonus episodes. We do one every month. Uh, spoiler alert, the one that's coming up for, well, no, actually, the one that happened for March is really great. It's like we went and answered questions from our listeners. Mm-hmm. And so you can learn more about us and about our experience with Grays. You also get, oh, if you have a lot and a lot of opinions, you can donate $10 or more a month and be a co-host. We don't have one this week, but we did last week, and right. it's the best. Did you say uh, tell them about Google Hangouts. Oh, yeah. And once a month, we go live on a Google Hangout where you can, like, actually talk and hang out with us and all of the people that listen to the show. It's really fun. Yeah. Um, we have, like, regular people that attend it. Yeah. It's, like, it's, it's literally. Like it's, we should call it Joe's Bar. Oh, my God. That's so good. <laughs> um, but, yeah, it is a, it's a literal hangout. Yes. Like, it's a lot of fun. Yeah. We have those scheduled. So we have two coming, or maybe they'll already happen. But they're always scheduled at the beginning of the month, so you get a major heads up in case you want to try to put it, make it a part of your calendar. People bring wine. Yeah. We usually are drinking it. Yeah, it's going to be perfect. So um, so consider donating, because if you do, um, it helps us to create better content and um, also, you know, make more of it. Exactly. Yeah. Um, who knows? Depending on how much we make, you might get two bonus episodes in a month. What? Yeah. Yeah. Also, if you are already a patron, patron, oh God, patron. And <laughs> patron. If you are a patron and you. This. <laughs> and you. Um, Patronus. Oh, good. Whoa. Oh, yeah. Harry Potter. Um, and you want to let us know. So season six is coming up. Let's talk about this. Yeah. We are going to take a little break skis. Just a little one. Brie and I are going to Cabo. <laughs> 
if you if you didn't already know, if we haven't talked about it enough, we're going to Cabo. Yeah. And we're going on our honeymoon. Exactly. And we just want to regroup after season five. So if you have any ideas of things that you'd really like to hear us talk about or to incorporate into the show or maybe add as like a new goal for our Patreon page, this is the perfect time to fill us in on those thoughts because we have some time to try to implement some of them. So I would say the best option if you aren't a patron is to do so on our Instagram. You can, or they can email us. Yeah, you can email us at, at well, there's no at. <laughs> Theoncallroom at gmail.com. Yes, theoncallroom at gmail.com. So, uh, or Instagram. Or Instagram. We'll re- usually, re- one of us will reply. Will reply. I forgot how to talk. <laughs> <laughs> I'm nervous. Help. Help. Um... So more to come on our little break and, you know, some new things for season six. Can't fucking believe that we're almost to season six. But also, can you believe that it took about half a year to get us through season five? Like, even in, like, putting episodes together. Right, right. Like, I keep being like, oh, we'll get through, like, four seasons a year. No way. Unless we make some mega changes. But we have, like, new characters coming up in season six. Is this one like April and then? Yeah. Oh, I don't know if I'm, it's too much more to talk about. I know. I'm not ready to say goodbye to George. I know. I'm going to bring up George so much this week and next week because this is the last time I can talk about him. I mean, you can reference him. In- yeah. I mean, I'm sure some people like miss him in their shout outs, but. And there <laughs> some <was> a- <laughs> people miss him. <laughs> but like, I'm just really sad, especially because like the George this season, although he's quite absent. Yeah. Is like George, like adult George. Like yeah. he's finally like himself. Yeah. Really came into it. Like, grew into his skin. Is that the saying? I don't think so. I don't know. Um, Okay, also... I was well. I was just gonna say. Um, I feel like we fucked up, and we yes. didn't give you an update last week, listeners. Even though later in the podcast we said we did, so <laughs> we're just gonna take it back. Yeah. So if you were listening to the episode with Rex and you heard us tell Rex, don't worry, we'll tell you about it early in the episode. And you think I didn't hear that? You're not messed up. We are. <laughs> um, I just forgot to bring up this story, but here goes. So. I feel like I wish I it's too far too many scrolls back, but about two weeks ago, mm-hmm. I was getting my eyebrows tinted and waxed as one does every yeah. four weeks, and it's at this like very nice place downtown Grand Rapids. It's I would say of all of the place, it's a place made for eyebrows and eyelashes. That's the only thing they do there. So it's kind of bougie and yeah. nice, but um, a I, brow bar, a brow bar, so to say. <laughs> um, so I'm there and. I'm waiting for my appointment. I walk in and like moments after I walk in, this woman comes in very like, she like shuffles in like loudly. She has like probably three to four tote bags with her, like mm. different kinds. One looks what, like, a, what, yeah, I was one gonna... looks like a lunchbox, like okay, with a zipper. Sure. One is like just your typical totes, but like they're not combined. There's just multiple mm-hmm. and she just looks on both frazzled. arms. Yes. Oh yeah. Very yeah. whatever. She c- comes in walking in saying something like, Oh, my friend dropped me off. Like, just starts talking to thin air. To no one. Yeah, this is a very, like, quiet place. Because people are getting their freaking eyelash extensions done where, like, you can kind of nap when you're getting that done. Yeah. So it's very quiet. And there's, like, music, you know? Yeah. And the receptionist, who's this, like, very young, blonde girl, whatever, she's, like, on the phone and sees this woman come in. And this woman, like, sits across from me and just starts, like like running around just like doing things and like talking talking to me I think but like I don't know and I'm Mm -hmm. just on my phone it's not that I'm rude I just was in one of those moods where you're like I don't feel like talking to anyone right and so well you were about to go get your eyebrows it's not like you were there to like socialize exactly and I don't know how 
I think that she started just, I was like not really paying attention, but then she like directly asked me a question. So I couldn't like ignore her. And I think mm. she said, she was like, do you get your eyebrows done here? And I was like, yes. And she was like, can I see? And I was like, okay. And like, like look at my face. Yeah. And so she asked if they were microbladed, which is the like tattoo. And they are, I was like, yeah. She's like, oh, did so-and-so do them? And I said, yes. And then she's like, she brings her face. Like I probably like two feet from mine, like quite close for someone I don't know. Mm-hmm. I was like, see mine? My friend did them. She messed them up. Can't you see? Like, they're just not right. And like, truly, you could see where some hairs were. Her tattooed eyebrow was above. Oh, no. Like the hair. Like it was, and it was very thin. It was like a 90s eyebrow, but like an inch above. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very mm-hmm. theatrical looking. <laughs> yes. And so anyways, I was like, oh, I think it's, you know, fine. You know, whatever. I, don't I think know you're what doing a great job. Yeah. And then she like, goes over to one of the stations that no one was working at, like takes like seven tissues and starts like cleaning her bag off. And she was like, <laughs> I brushed my bag on the side of my friend's car. And you know how like it's gets like salty in the oh, winter. Yeah. And so she was like brushing that off. I don't know. Okay. I'm just like. So she's pretty manic. Yes. And like you can tell, I was thinking, I was very, I was like, wow, I'm like, I'm surprised she has an appointment here because she came in here asking so many questions that I was like, it seems weird to come in and not know what you're, what doing. you're doing there. And so then it, the lady calls me and I go sit in a chair and I'm kind of not paying attention to what happens anymore. Getting my eyebrows done. I'm coming back and I'm checking out and my friend, the girl that does them is there. And the receptionist hands the girl that does my eyebrows a note mm. and like, they don't say anything. And they like, the girl like nods looks at her, and then they put the note on the table. Well, I'm nosy, and I well, yeah. read the note, and it says, I don't think Donna has an appointment. <laughs> it can't be real. Yeah, and what's funny is, like, as soon as, like, I I was done with my eyebrows, and I saw her there still, like, mumbling and just talking, mm-hmm. whatever, I remember, I seriously, and I'm not shitting you, like, had a thought that I was like, I feel like this is, like, Donna. This like, is Donna. Like, yeah. I, just, I just had a feeling, and so... I read the note and I like go into shock because I, I couldn't like I so badly I didn't and I feel I think this is I made the right choice not to take a photo of a stranger yeah. but like I I like as I'm walking out I make sure to like make one long glance like mm-hmm. and just like try to take it all in and I walk out and immediately fucking I texted you and yeah I was like you oh were my like God. what does Donna look like yeah and our our descriptions were pretty similar like yeah again I felt like I didn't. I was because I was avoiding eye contact because I didn't feel like having conversation. I didn't get as much visual as I could have. Yeah, and you also we talked about like the sound of her voice. Yeah, it was very like raspy. Yeah, and there was just no personal space. Like I d- did not ever meet this woman, and she was talking to me about very personal things, mm-hmm. like within the first twenty seconds of her walking into this place, and I, she didn't have an appointment, which right. makes made more sense to me and. So I, I so badly later wanted to ask my eyebrow person, like, what was that about? Yeah, but I probably won't. But, like, either way, I Brie and I were— I mean, Well, like, like, I responded. I was like, that is Donna. Yeah, like, like, all of the descriptions. You just met Donna. And the crazy thing was, was we had just released our episode of letting go of her. Right. And I was like, fuck, we manifested her. We brought her back into our lives. Yeah. So I feel very—I feel more closure now that I've seen her and interacted with her. Yeah. Also, I feel a little creeped out by the universe that, like— 
they brought Donna into my life and two feet from my face. They wanted you to experience what I experienced <laughs> for months and months and just get a little snippet of like, you You weren't allowed to let go of Donna because you didn't know Donna. <laughs> but now you know Donna, so you can really let and her go. And now I'm wondering if like the person that dropped her off because it was a guy is the person that like... <gasps> what did he look like? I didn't see him, Damn. but she kept referencing a him. Yeah, and it's like, probably her boyfriend. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. And like... Who was upstairs always. Yeah, and she was just like, I, he's going to be mad if this takes a certain amount of time. And I was just so, I don't know, it was just really weird. I don't, I kind of feel like she's now entered my life. Like, she, you let go of her. <laughs> I, have, I have gifted her to right, you. Right, and I feel like now. What if she's there the next time you get your eyebrows done? I mean, if she's got, well, then I was scouring the girl's, like, page for microblading to see if there was anyone Any. similar. Because who knows? She could have, like, had the money to pay for it and, and everything too. Well, yeah, I was wondering like, so how long does oh, yeah, it take you to she, get your eyebrows done? Uh, Just the tint and stuff takes like a half hour. Well, yeah, but that means she was sitting there for over a half hour. Right. Oh, I feel so bad for that receptionist. Well, then I'm pretty sure she was waiting for Lisa, whatever, Lisa, the girl that does them to yeah. like come talk to her. <laughs> that was so <laughs> Michigan. Oh, 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 Saturday. Yeah. Um, waiting for her to handle it. She's also the owner. So, mm-hmm. like, I think that she was like, I'll let you talk to... So, right. I'm sure that it was handled, and I'm just interested to know how it went. Yeah. So, there you go, listeners. You've been wanting an update on Tana for years, and we tried yeah. to give you one... Or years? <laughs> I mean, a <laughs> year. A year. And we tried to give you one. We mm-hmm. drove around the city looking for her, and then she just came to Abby. She yeah. just showed up. Like a fairy godmother. Yeah. When did you move out of that place? Uh, it's coming up on a year, That's April. What I was gonna, okay, mm-hmm. I remember it being this temp, like it was not quite yeah. spring yet. So, because I took the last, it was like the second to last weekend in April. It was just after John's birthday. Oh, mm-hmm. the best. I know. It's crazy. I should actually look that up. Not right now, but. I just remember you and your bandana sitting on. Sit, sitting on that couch over there, and we had no anything there. You bought a new cover for that couch, right? Yeah, it now it's destroyed. Yeah. Because <laughs> our cat. <laughs> scratched it up. Why do cats do that? I and don't know. You can you can you ever have a nice couch if you own a cat? Uh yeah, I think you can like I mean you can like spray bottle them or like she started doing it once and then it got pretty bad and so we're just like, well we're just going to buy a new cover or a new couch or something. You know, it's not like Does she do it when you're gone? Uh no, she mostly well, I don't know, maybe, but cuz I don't I don't have like a cat <laughs> camera, but like I feel like she mostly does it when she like wants our attention. Okay. Um, but you can like spray bottle them or you can put that, like we tried initially putting that stick tape on there to like stop her from doing it. Um, or just keep her claws cut pretty short. I just wondered, I'm just picturing like someone buys a brand new leather couch. Yeah, no, that's what I feel like you can't have nice furniture when you have animals. Like think about dogs too. Right. No, that's true. If you, it's like, unless you train them to be like... Purely an ant. Well, cats you can't train like that. I think you can. I to mean, not get I can, on couches. I mean, I think you can like. That's true. When spray they're like spray oh, them with little a, baby kins. Yeah, you don't want to. You don't want to spray them in the face. <laughs> no, it's really sad. I did that a couple times with Marge, and it was like, I'm so sorry. <laughs> and then you stop. I just remember picking up my old dog Liam from whatever dog doggy daycare place he would come go to, <laughs> and I would pick him up, and he would be soaking wet. And I'd be like, Why? what? Did you give him a bath? Like They're like, oh, no, that was the spray bottle. Like, oh, like, he was so bad. He was so bad that he was soaking wet. <laughs> yeah, just fucking that didn't fucking care. fucking dog. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
What if we did that to other human beings? Like, you're being a bitch. <laughs> Just spray bottled them. Or our husbands. And you're like, Ugh. Our boyfriend's husbands. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. I could spray bottle Jake all of the time. Mm-hmm. Same with John. Yesterday, Jake and I got in a fight about cheese. Okay. Tell <laughs> me more. That's marriage. He's, he made a, which it was fucking delicious, a stromboli. Ooh. Like a calzone-esque thing. Yeah. And so he, I told him, like, you're in charge. You know, whatever. And then, of course... You I took charge. <laughs> yeah. We were grocery shopping together, which we don't ever do because. Ooh, that's hard. Yeah. And I'm like, don't get that kind. Get this, you know. Whatever. Yeah. And he, we were in the like pizza section, like the homemade pizza section. Mm-hmm. And there they have like the sh- shaker Parmesan cheese, like the powder, which isn't even like real Parmesan yeah, cheese. Yeah. Like, it's, it's like, du- it's like dust. sawdust. Yeah. And he was like going <laughs> to grab that. And I was like, oh, is that for like the outside of it? This is my passive aggressive way. <laughs> <laughs> and he was like. No, I'm in, like that's you. Put, I'm gonna put it in. I was like, I was like, I mean, I was like, okay, you can't. <laughs> like, I mean, can but, you? but actually, you, you can't do that. I was like, it's not even cheese; it won't melt. Like, yeah, no, you need like the sh- the one right, where you, like yeah. in the fresh cheese yeah, section that Giada De Laurentiis uses. Yeah, and I was like, well, uh, I was like, plus, like. On pizza, it's not just Parmesan. It's like a mozzarella Parmesan right. blend usually, or it's like a whatever. And he's like, no, they can do it with Parmesan. And I was like, it's not. No, it's not like, just Parmesan. And then he was like, then we got, it was like, a, he got huffy puffy. You always, and, and I was this whatever, and I was like, you're right. I am controlling this. I was like, but you can't put powdered Parmesan cheese. <laughs> you can't do it. In a stromboli. And then I was like, what do you want me to do? Have you do it? And then it'd be messed up. And then you're angry and we don't have dinner. Well, this is the Should thing. I have done that, though? No, mm, I don't know, because I'm not a therapist. But what I will say <laughs> is, like, there are moments that, like, you could probably bite your tongue and, like, right. not control a situation. Right. That was not the moment. No, and like, I, and and the thing that sucks is then he's triggered from past times, like right. you always, and it's like, but but yeah, but this time I am right, but this time I'm really actually right. That's what I kept saying. He's like, you always think your way is right. I was like, true, and I will but own, I will own is, that. But this is correct. Yeah, like you, my lo- noise bars are so loud right now. No, and, I get it. And we were like, and then we like. Pulled out. We were like in the in the mire and like we were at the shitty mire too. Oh, makes and, it that much worse. Yeah, we were like by like the baby clothes section, like having this like. Wah. Did you laugh? And then when we went to the cheese section, he was like, "Well, which one should I use?" And I was like, grabbed one. That was so glad it was there. It said like pizza blend, and it was uh, like fifty percent Parmesan, fifty percent mozzarella. I was like, see, we're both right because I thought it was just mozzarella at first too. It was like a yeah. good moment. Um, Bring then, you two together about cheese, <laughs> and then. He was like, well, it's very expensive. I was like, well, then pick whatever one you want. I'm done. It's fine. It's very expensive. Who gives a fuck? Yeah, I know. So anyways, it was. I feel like that comment is just because he was pissed that you were right. (laughs) Like, oh, it's very expensive. I should have just bought the three. Like, because it was probably five bucks for a bag. Yeah. Maybe six. And the powdered cheese is like three sixty three. So it's it's really not that much more expensive. Also not cheese. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I was like, I was so, uh, part of me now still wishes that I would have let him make it. With that. And then, and then just. And then heard him tell me I'm right. Yeah. Oh, God, that feels good. Or I was like, or okay, I was like, put that cheese on your half. Put this kind on mine. Then we'll see. Then we'll be fine. Yeah. And you're going to want my half because I'm right. And yeah. I know, listeners, we're not always right. But the women. Sometimes we are. But mostly we are. <laughs> like Mostly we have it figured out. Yeah. And like, yeah, it just made me laugh. 
But then I was, it was like one of those, and then I was annoyed. We were like walking and I was like walking ahead of him, like to the checkout counter. Yeah. And he like came up and like grabbed my hand, like to hold it. And I was mad. I just like, I don't want to hold your hand right now. But he like made me. Oh, that's kind of. But he was mad at me too. Like I was. So mad holding hands. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I like that. Oh yeah. It's really frustrating when that happens. Also, I got mad one other time. We just shouldn't grocery shop together. I think I just decided it. We were in D&W. And, like, again, he was, like, in a hurry, and I was, like, what should we have for dinner? You know, whatever. And I was, like, trying to ask him. I was, like, hey, hey, babe, do, do you, which do you, like, I was holding up these soups. And he didn't hear me, and he kept going. And I was, like, Jake, Jake. And, like, he still never heard me. So I was left alone in the <laughs> section, like, the shouting a name. And, and then I ended up, like, holding a bunch of things, and I was, like, struggling. And, like, he, I came over to him, and I was, like, I'm going to drop this. You know, like, <laughs> a damsel in distress and he anyways I was like I was yelling to you and he was like I didn't hear you I don't care we have to go and anyways I'm just trying to buy you dinner when I um grocery shop with John when we shop together he we always end up splitting up like he's Mm -hmm. like goes to and he he walks so fast in the grocery store I'm like chasing like that's me chasing up with him or trying to get whatever. Yeah. Doesn't matter. Um, but I usually am like, oh, I got to go get like cotton balls and yeah. Q-tips. And so when I come back, he has his headphones in. I always wear my headphones at the grocery store too. But it's like, why do you have them in now? Like, I'm going to be coming up. And then I come up and then he like has to take out his headphones. And then he just walks super fucking fast. And he doesn't talk to me. Like, he doesn't <laughs> talk to me in the grocery store. We don't fight there because he-, he doesn't communicate. <laughs> Like, I don't understand why we really don't talk. Yeah. Like, I'm like, you know, if I'm hanging out with my boyfriend, like, I'm down to have a good time at the grocery store and, like, do what we need to do. But he is like, no. Sometimes I have this romanticized idea, too. Like, when I'm like, hey, like, yesterday we cleaned out our closets. Yeah. And I was like. Is that why you weren't responding to me? Probably. I was like, this could be really fun. Like, he'd be like, yeah, let's do it. Let's purge. Yeah. And, like, go in and we're, like, laughing, looking at. This is how I imagine. (laughs) It's never. Like, like he's like, look at this old shirt. I'm like, oh my, oh my god. god, wow, cool. Yeah, and we're like having a fun time. Instead, it's like, I was. He was like cleaning out. I told him we had like all this beer in our fridge from people bringing it over. Mm-hmm. It just needed to be cleaned out. And he was in barefoot and a t-shirt and shorts in the garage. Like it was cold yesterday. Yeah, it was 27 degrees this morning. So yeah, it was and I like- was like, hey, do you want me to bring? A- no, I was like, <laughs> I'm like, you want a coat? Just you're going a mile a minute. And I was like. I'm just trying to help. So I've decided that chores and grocery shopping, he's not having fun. So do not engage. Yeah. If you and I were cleaning out closets. We'd be together, having the time of our lives. We'd be drinking wine. That's what you got. That's what you have to do. Yeah. Listen and to I'm you. not trying to shit on my boyfriend. No, I'm not I love, I I love them. He won't have listened this far. <laughs> yeah. John doesn't listen to the podcast But anymore. yeah, no, we love them dearly. It's just, it's just relationships. It is. If you're feeling alone in these problems, guess what? You're not like, okay, real quick, and then I want to get into this. But um, Bree and I both both watch This Is Us. Oh, And we, so we don't want to spoiler if you watch that. But, like, there's a line that Beth and Randall have when they're fighting that's, this is the same fight we've always had. Mm-hmm. And that's fucking real. And yeah. I think if you're feeling like in your relationship you fight about the same shit, guess what? Like, if you're we fighting about cheese every time you go to the grocery store? Don't go to the grocery store ever again. <laughs> Just stop going to the grocery store. shipped and have them deliver it. <laughs> and just get both types of cheeses. <laughs> yes. An extra $5 is not going to kill you. I think you. maybe I'll buy that Parmesan cheese store and put a bow on it and put it on the counter and be like. That's so mean. He oh. would be. I know I'd write like, love you. Like, this cheese is good too. 
No, I feel like that's super <laughs> passive aggressive. And like, <laughs> like I don't, I feel like Jake would be like, fucking bitch. Like you bought this okay, cheese. Fine. Okay, fine. Let the, let the fight go. Okay. It's also, hard. Also, everything you wanted to buy, I was like, uh, like zebra cakes. Who? That is pure trash. I know. That's what I said. That's why I can't shop with him. I don't want to see the stuff that he ch- thinks are meals. <laughs> he thinks zebra cakes are yes. meals? Yes. No. They're yeah. a snack. Maybe. I made him also buy the portion-sized uh, chips. You know, like when you buy the bag of chips with the bag of chips inside? It's a waste of plastic, whatever. Because otherwise, he'll eat a bag of Doritos in one. Like, like a family-sized Doritos will last a day and a half. Oh, but if he buys, like, little chips. Yeah, and then I was like, try this. See if that, like, will cure your chip craving. I was, he's, he's like, I'll probably just eat five of them at once. <laughs> and I was like, God damn it. But I tried. I try really hard to, like, stay out of, like, the packaged, like, yeah, food yeah. section. I just try not to even go down it because I will do what Jake does. And I'm like, well, yeah, that looks dope house, as hell. I don't really miss it. Like, no. there will be, like, a minute where I'm like, oh, I wish I had up, But I get over it. Yeah. I eat some shredded cheese instead. <laughs> totally fine. I my snack is pickles. Yeah, I had to throw away a thing of pickles. Oh my god, that they is. Gone, I buy the fresh ones, like yeah. the, and it, they had expired. That's devastating. I know. How I that would never happen in my house. I, it does it happens to me a lot. <gasps> I, I am know. offended. <laughs> I know. I also went through the sauces in your fridge. Oh god, I hate doing that. It's the my, fucking worst. My parents' fridge always has eight things of mayonnaise in it. Always, because they'll be like, oh, we got to make that broccoli cauliflower salad. And so they always, they don't know if they have the mayonnaise and if the mayonnaise old. But instead of getting rid of the old mayonnaise, they just keep it in there. And then it just like, I remember one day I used to clean for my parents and I cleaned out their fridge and I was like, mom and dad, you literally had eight, I'm not exaggerating, eight open like Hellman's mayonnaise things, like unacceptable. I cleaned it all out. And then in the pantry, this was like- this was probably five years ago, four or five years ago that I was cleaning for them. So what year would have that been? 2014, maybe? Yeah. yeah. They had a thing of Bisquick <laughs> that the um, Best Buy date was 1997. That's a vintage I was like, what the fuck is this? That's incredible. This should not be here. I know. It's a problem when you buy, like, the canned things. Yeah. Because they just live there forever. Yeah. Anyway, I don't know how Unlike we got George. here. Unlike George. Yeah. <laughs> uh, should we take a quick break so I can blow my nose and then yeah. we'll get into it? <laughs> and this? then we'll get into it. Okay. Welcome back. This is the part of the episode where we talk about Grey's Anatomy and not about our husbands and boyfriends. Just a casual 30 minutes in. <laughs> um, okay, so we are talking about season five, episode 22. It's called What a Difference a Day Makes. It's the episode before the finale. Mm-hmm. No. But the finale was a two-hour finale. Oh, was so, it? Yeah, they always are. Oh. So I'm pretty sure, yes. Right. It well, is. in my mind. I'll look in a second. Um, okay, this monologue is by Izzy Stevens. Perfect. Um, all right. You never know the biggest day of your life is going to be the biggest. The days you think are going to be the big ones, they never are as big as you make them out to be in your head. There's a lot of big. <laughs> it's the regular days, the ones that start out normal. Those are the days that end up being the biggest. It, it, there's a lot. You're right. And today was the wedding. It was beautiful. Perfect. It was big. 
she's she's like a Trump speech. You never know the the biggest day of your life is the biggest day. Wait, why is it? There's this cast to be a joke. You never know the biggest day of your life is the biggest day, not until it's happening. You don't recognize the biggest day of your life, not until you're right in the middle of it. The day you commit to something or someone, the day you get your heart broken, the day you meet your soulmate, the day you realize there's not enough time because you want to live forever. Those are the biggest days, the perfect days. You know it was a beautiful day. You That's know. a terrible monologue. You know, comma, it was a beautiful day. Yeah, it's kind of weird. I don't care for it. I feel like it goes better with it what's going on. It sounded better. Yeah. Yeah. I like that it's Izzy talking, and you're also kind of like, oh, shit. Yeah. When Izzy starts reading it. That was my first. I said, never a good sign. My first note was, wow, Izzy got very, very sick. Yeah, very fast. Like, very well, fast. And also, did you notice, though, that the clip of her reading the monologue happens after her wedding? Right. Yeah, There's yeah, like yeah. a time jump yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, I also, my actual first note besides the Izzy thing is who gets married at night in a church? Cause Derek and Meredith were like tonight after work, the ceremony. Oh yeah. That church. never happens. Churches don't let you do that. It's no. Saturday afternoons before the Saturday night service. <laughs> Have you not been to a church? <laughs> I'm confused at what religion. Maybe it was is. a Friday night. Could have been. I guess so. Yeah. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. But you're, you make a very good point. What's your first note? Mine was, wow, Izzy got very, very sick. Okay, yeah. And then my next one, I'm just going to say, and we can get into it, but, like, Callie looks rough. Oh, yeah. She plays a great, like, exhausted, stressed. Um, So Should we maybe just talk about get that storyline out of the way first? Yeah, sure. Do we want to? We don't need to list the storylines. Nope. Okay. All right. So, yeah, Callie is having a rough day, and we don't know why. Like, no, and throughout she, the whole episode. Right. We right. just know that she slept at the hospital. She's picking up a shift in the ER and she is like very short with Arizona. Yeah. And, and the way um, that I feel like too, there's that part when she's like, it's a slow day and they are like, oh, don't jinx it. I yeah. love that little moment. And also I think it's right after that. We'll hit on this, but I love so much. So Callie's like trying to handle the ER. Mm-hmm. Um, and Mark is like asking her about her his best man speech while like there's shit flying, like shit fuck getting fucked up. A yeah. typical Mark Callie like interaction, but yeah. Um, should we just touch on like what the medical trauma is? Basically, like, yes, it was very sad. It was super sad. So um, it was a graduation day from college, right? Yep. Yep. And there were eight people in an S. I keep writing SVU. <laughs> in, in an SVU, <laughs> Olivia Benson was there. In an SUV mm-hmm. and uh, a semi like basically T-boned them. Oh, God. So terrible. I know. It's fucking rough. I kept writing, like, all right, like, kind of in um, Hunger Games when, like, the cannon sounds. Yeah. I was, like, one dead, two dead. <laughs> I marked, like, when it happened because I was like, uh-oh, they're going down. They're all going down. Yeah. So, sh- anyway, she's dealing with that. And she's screaming, where is Owen Hunt? Like, Which, like, where he's just having one conversation with Christina. <laughs> I don't know. He's not, like, gone. I don't, yeah. I also wrote, this is the kind of medical drama I miss. So yeah. We've kind of, t- I mean, last week's episode, or the one, the season 15 episode, is that what season we're in in current, Grace? Is it 15? Yes. Um, the one about the the victim of, like, sexual, sexual assault. assault was really, really a great episode. But other than that, we've been listening a lot of medical drama. Yeah. And I love. Well, and even that, that was a great episode, but I wouldn't say there was medical drama. No, not at all. And, like, I'm missing the, like, the frenzy of the OR and, like. Yes. The Again, pit. <laughs> why I liked this one so much, it was one, it was a lot of patience, but one thing. One storyline. Yeah, it wasn't like there were other things happening, and I really liked that. I agree. It keeps you, like, focused on 
You don't feel so scattered. No. And and just to, like, give a rundown of the day, too, the first death happened at 9.24 a.m. Yeah. So, like— Early on. Yeah. Rough. Um, Can I just say, holy—wait. I Oh, my God, those are organs. Like, mm. that part was fucked up. When yeah. there, one of the patients comes in and the— um, paramedics bring her in pretty much to call time of death. Like so the they pink have to, sweater when they're like, yeah, they okay, like yeah. have to bring her in t- in order for time of death to be called or whatever. And they like lift up yeah. like the uh, and like I, ugh, it yeah. was like it was very gross. I think that was the girl who the boyfriend was like. I looked back and she was gone. Yeah, like she was ejected from the car. Yeah. Like, um. Also, that's the one that George. I think that's his second patient or whatever, but like, oh no, third. <laughs> I literally kept track. But George is the, makes Lexi call it. Like he's like, great, call time of death. Yeah. Fucking George has to call time of death on all of these people. Which is really hard. And we'll get into yeah. that. But with the alley, or the alley, the Arizona and Cali, yes. um, I thought it was a little obnoxious how often Arizona kept coming back. It was very obvious that Cali was in the middle of like, Trauma, right, like right. in the pit, shit was going down, and I think it's fair that Arizona wants to know what went wrong with the date the night before. But it's like it was—I knew they had to drag it out through the episode. Like I understand why they did it, but it's—it didn't seem realistic to me. Like it was like come up, have a short conversation, and then Arizona get kind of upset and leave, and like come back again. It's just like just talk about it at the end of this day. Yeah, it's a, especially when she sees what's happening around her. That's more what I mean. I can get on board with being annoying and constantly asking a question because I would do that. Yeah, but when you're seeing what she's dealing with at work, that to me, was and good. you are also a doctor. Yeah, like, would, that, and she and Arizona even says something about that. Like, I have a busy day too. Like, I have all these things. Right, but it's like. Well, then go focus on that and, like, (laughs) go fucking talk about it after. Yeah. Which, okay, so last week, I think when we were talking to Rex, we were wondering, like, because we knew this episode was coming. Mm -hmm. And we were like, how does she have no money? But I've kind of answered it. Her dad cleared out her bank account. Which isn't right to me because she she would have had to have put money in there that is her own money. Right. But I think he just, like— Cleared it out. Maybe they had, like, a joint—you know what I mean? Maybe she was used to, like— her yeah. paycheck. So, like, I at least circled back to that because I think we were all like, how is right. she functioning? Or she should be able to function. But it makes sense to me that if her, I mean, they said this and dad cleared out my bank account. So that's exactly why she's poor now. Yeah. It doesn't really make sense of why she lived in the hospital years prior. Right. <laughs> but, but at least for this moment, it makes sense. And I like coming from a place of like, like, struggling with finances, I totally, like, I understood what Callie was saying when I was, when she was, like, I was tallying in my head right, right. what my end of the bill was going to be. And I knew that, like, I didn't have $75 to spend this week. And then you paid for it. And it's, like, it's this relief, but also you feel really ashamed. Right, and, right. like, so I felt really bad for Callie. Because, yeah. like, finances suck. No, I think that's a real. I I really appreciated actually that that was her what the thing was about because mm-hmm. I think that's like a thing that a lot of people experience, right? Especially yeah, you said the tallying thing. Yeah, like when someone else orders something that you're like, fuck, you know. But like, I didn't really want like I didn't need an appetizer, right? Or, right. You know, I did love because I do love Cali and Arizona together, and I loved when she's like, I don't even like salads, mm-hmm. I like sandwiches, or, you know, yeah. whatever. And she and then Arizona said. But I like the girl who has the sandwiches. Yeah. She's like, or she's like, but you don't even like sandwiches. And she says, but she likes the girl that mm-hmm. has them. And I thought that was really fucking cute. I also love, too, that Arizona was like, 
Well, Callie's upset and is like, I just, I thought this was going to be our night. We were going to like eat pizza and like go home. Right. And 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 then Arizona was like, okay, we'll do that. And I, re- I liked that Arizona said that instead of like, I don't mind paying or I got this because- when you don't have money, that doesn't really help. It doesn't yeah. make you feel better when someone's like, like, I've, I'm happy to take you out. In that moment, that's not the right thing to say. And it was like, Arizona was like, no, I'll meet you where you're, you're at. Like, yeah. we don't have to go to a fancy restaurant, you know? Right. I, I really liked that, too. And, I yeah, I think she just said, we'll stay in. She's yes. Like, and I, I just thought that was really cute. Yeah. I like them a lot. And I, I love the last scene of them eating pizza naked in bed. Yeah, so good. I want the confidence to eat pizza naked. I do it all the time. No, I don't. <laughs> I guess they were like in the sheets. Yeah. I'd be like, I'm very bloated right now. Don't look at it. <laughs> don't look away. <laughs> um, but yeah, I loved that moment. So, yeah. Um, I feel like we can hit a little on the mark. Can we go to Mark? Just a few little things. Because sure. he kind of interacts with Callie the whole day. But basically, Mark is trying to write his best man speech. But his way of approaching it first with Callie is, do you think Mare and Dara will last? Like, Yeah. <laughs> which at first I was like, what's happening with this? Um, I just loved that moment. I said, Mark needs help with a speech. Um, oh, where was the part? Oh, I love when he threatens Mare. He's like, goes, like, during her surgery, he comes in and he's like, I can't be a best man again. Like, I cannot do this. I also love that he threatens her in her first solo surgery (laughs) on her wedding. Technically, her wedding day. Yeah. And then when she's like, are you threatening me? He's like, I'm best man. Like, this is like that to Mark being best man is like making sure that she doesn't leave Derek. Right. (laughs) Or like, um, but I just, I don't know. I really love that they're like friends again, him him and Derek. And it just made me happy. Yeah, I agree. Um... Do we, uh, maybe, okay, so either we can talk about George or we can talk about Owen and Christina. Let's talk about Owen and Christina. Okay. Because then the George thing will go into that. Yeah, so Owen's working in trauma all day. Yeah, and then at towards the end, right, he talks to Christina. Yeah, she, in the beginning, like, asks how therapy's going, and then he brings up that the the reason that he choked her is because the fan triggered him. Triggered him, yeah. And so I feel like we don't get, oh, well, the biggest thing with them, which I actually, I love when Grace like puts a patient story that kind of aligns. But the one patient Christina's working on, I have in quotes, says, when you love someone, when you love someone, love is love. It doesn't matter if you shouldn't be together. And clearly, like, Christina hears that and is like, bum, bum. Yeah, like, <laughs> this is Owen. This is my story with Owen, you know? Right, right. Um, does anything... Oh, I wrote, they have, when the fourth one dies, they, I go, Christina and Owen have a staring moment. They, like, looked at each other. Oh, I don't remember I think it's the boy that said that quote. Oh, okay. So, like, when he dies then, because kind of, like, life is short, I should have, whatever. Right. And then they, like, stare at each other. And they, like, longingly want to be together. And then Christina ends it with trying to take down the ceiling fan. Yeah. Which also, I was like, wow, that is not how you take a scene. No, that's going to fall on your fucking head. She's like hammering it. Yeah. Like, that's not a great idea. Owen also gives to like go into the George thing. Um, mm-hmm. a, oh, well, and also we'll talk about the wedding when it all comes out. But Christina is very teary eyed and makes eye contact with, with Owen. Yeah. So there's definitely like something there. Um, Owen gives George a pep talk and he says, you, d- you don't have to be the hero. You just need to go where you're needed. Right. So he's talking about Trump because... I I wrote in here, so, like, George is losing patients left and right, right. And Owen just keeps sending him to be with, like, different patients. And George comes in at one point, 
And he says, like, he asks Owen to pull him out. He's like, you need, like, you need to pull me out. I can't do this. And Owen's like, too bad. Keep doing it. But I wondered, like, shouldn't you pull a doctor out if they're specifically saying, like, I need out. Like, I can't. Yeah, yes. I don't know. That's just, I'm not saying yes or no to that. I feel like yes, but also Owen probably recognizes that it's not George's fault. Like, these people were going to be dying anyways. Right. And George is doing exactly what he can do. Yeah, I mean, Owen's a little hardcore. Yeah. In making people, like, push to their limits. (laughs) But, But, like, I actually, I love that quote because I feel like George never really, he doesn't ever recognize himself as the hero, Mm -hmm. but he is that, like, friend in person that will go where you're needed. Like, he's always been that. And so, that's why, I don't know. I just, like, I was like, oh, fuck, here it goes. Well, and that is a really, that is a really great quote. And it's, um, I think, doesn't Owen say something about how, like, trauma is about, like, a team? Yeah. Like, it's teamwork. and. Like, he was like, by you helping those other right. patients, I could save this patient today. Exactly. And so I think, like, I feel like that's a good little teaching moment. And also probably true. And, I don't and know. like, you don't always get to be in the spotlight and be, the like, the neurosurgeon who's, like, right. saving Izzy or whatever. But Sometimes you're handling all the other shit so some people can be doing the thing. And right. And that's just as powerful as— And important. Right. It's just— Life lessons, man. It just makes me so sad that, like— I'm telling you, George, like, I'm all on board with George. Like, I could see him being an army doctor. I wish he could have just done that. I wish he could have gone and done it. I know. Um, and I don't want to talk about the Izzy-George moment yet until we get to that. Until, yeah, sure. Um, but I also wrote, like, O'Malley was running traumas. Yeah. Like, I mean, he was running that year. Like, Callie was, but he also, like— yeah. I felt like for maybe the first time in a while, I felt like George was a really good doctor. A hundred percent. Like he was, he was saying super calm. Himself. Yes. Yeah. And he was like, yeah, telling Lexi to do this. And like he knew what to do when he'd walk upon a patient, which is like the first time in a while we've seen him do that. Yeah. Was it last? What season was he? Did he fail the intern? Third season? Season three? I think season and then three. four, halfway through, he right. gets to take it again. So he's, right. okay. Yeah. Um... So, okay, so I feel like... We got to just get into the... Well, first of all, it starts out that Izzy sees Denny. Yeah, Denny, Denny is back. Right, and which so... Which is not good. And you couldn't remember when Denny comes back. Yeah. Remember, yeah. I knew, yeah, and here it is. Yeah. And here's that line, too, which we'll get to in the next episode, but that one line that we always said, like, I want to be with my husband. Like, yes. I didn't know when that happened, and now right. it all makes sense. But yeah, fuck, Denny's back. Yeah, and he is... Just this time... Black. Yeah, he's the fucking angel of death, <laughs> man. He yeah. is like, before, you know, he was in that white t-shirt. Wasn't he in a white t-shirt or something? Yeah, he's like that, yeah. Like, cool. No, he's cool and casual. No, now. Don't want to see him. in the fucking shadows. <laughs> yeah. Um. Also, I said a huge character growth for Izzy that immediately she tells Derek about it. Yes. Like, she pages him. Well, because she, you can tell that she wants to live now. Yeah, that's the difference. Like, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, it's really, I thought that moment when, like, Derek comes in and he's like, blah, 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 I can't talk about, I'm dealing with medical. And she's like, no, Denny's back. Yeah. Um, also, Denny knows it's a tumor, which I thought was interesting, like, because when Izzy, like, talks to him, she's like, it's a tumor. And he's like, mm-hmm. Like, Denny, I was like, Denny knows medical. The angel of death knows what he is. Yeah. Well, it's because it's her, it's her subconscious. Know, but um, How fucking cool was it that they mapped the brain for hallucinations? Yeah. Didn't know you could do that. I thought that was really cool medical. Like, if we have to have a segment of, like, something cool medical. I was like, 
That was sweet. Well, and I, like, I got super emotional in oh. that scene where she's like, what, you know, like, what, I love how she's like, what if I can't make him appear? And um, Derek's mm-hmm. like, well, you know, I'll stay here all night. And she's she's like, no, no, you have to get married. Like, I'll make him appear. Just give yeah. me a second. <laughs> and then when she starts, like, calling out to him, like, you were there when I didn't want you to. Like, There's also very emotional music right, happening. Right, and it's, like, building There's, and building. Uh, <laughs> and she says Denny, like, three times. And then she screams his name. And he's like... I'm like here for you or whatever. Yeah, that's what, yeah. That's, I think. Oh, I just got chills. I know, same. (laughs) Yeah, he says, oh, where is it? Uh, Yeah, I'm here for you, Izzy. Like, oh, and the best is, okay, I wrote a note on this. I was having deep intellectual thoughts, but like Izzy's face in that moment, she's so happy to see him. mm -hmm. And then like realizes. Yeah. And her face totally changes. Like she goes from happy to like fuck. Yeah, and there's like, it's like such relief. It's almost like, Okay, I hallucinated, I did the thing, but also like, fuck, God damn it! here's the phrase, here's the thing, I'm dying. Yeah. And I I think we should circle back. Um, when Bailey, when they're, she's hooking her up, and Bailey is like, is it always Denny that you hallucinate? Mm-hmm. Um, and Izzy's oh, like, yeah. yeah. And, she, and Bailey's like, oh, okay, well, that makes sense. You, you love him. And Izzy's like, no, I mean, I loved him, but I... I hallucinate Denny, I think, because I associate him with death. Right. And, like, the person I love is Karev. Yeah, and then she's like, Alex Karev? Yeah. (laughs) And that, like, who I want to, like, grow with and start my life with and all of these things. Like, life is Alex and death is Denny. And it was very powerful. Yeah, and at that moment, so, okay, so that, she asked that question and then the music starts and in that music is when Alex asks her, the patient, Becca, to give him her valedictorian yes, speech. Yes, that's what's happening. Yeah, yes. so she's giving her, today is the day my life begins. Mm-hmm. That speech, the music is happening. The fourth, her boyfriend, or that one guy dies. Christina Owen have a staring moment. Yeah. And she's calling for Denny. Classic Grace. So good. Yeah, it's Ugh. really good. Yeah, and I, I remember, too, as soon as that girl started giving her valedictorian speech, I was like, these words, we hear them again. Like, yes. I, I remembered, like, something clicked in my brain. Mm-hmm. Which, again, fucking good writing. Yes. Should we, really quick, before we keep going... Down the wedding? Well, let's talk okay. really quick in that scene with Derek, Bailey, and Izzy. Um, it's really sad when Bailey asks, so how are you going to get the tumor? Mm-hmm. And Derek's like, is just like... We're not. We're not, yeah. Um, but I wanted to, really quick, before we get in, finish with the thing with Izzy, is... Meredith solo surgery really yes. fast. Um, um so that Meredith's was present. Yeah, and I love how Meredith's like, what we're supposed to give each other presents? This like is this is so stupid. So this is really dumb. <laughs> I'll just give it back. What was your present to Jake? Uh a watch. Very basic. What was his to yours? Uh actually his to yours. <laughs> I had all those sterling silver bracelets yes. from my bridesmaids and my mom and whatever. Mm-hmm. And he got me one that had it says something. Oh God, what does it say? It says something that we say to each other, but now I, my brain is blanking on, under pressure. I can't remember what it says. Oh, but he got so you wore it on your. Yeah, it was really actually. I cried. Oh, I wasn't expecting him to be that thoughtful. Oh, like it was very like I was like, damn, yeah, you know. nice work. I see so many girls open jewelry that they hate on their wedding day and have to be like, oh, I yeah. love it. It's like some ugly ass pair of. Why jewelry. do we give our partner a gift? I don't know. Especially, like, sometimes I think guys give it thinking they're going to wear it. And I'm like, girl, they've had that picked out for months. Like, they're yeah. not going to wear that. Um, watches are a common gift because a lot of times, like, guys don't have 
mm-hmm. a nice watch, and a lot of people like to wear them on wedding days. So I see that gift a lot for watches. Yeah, um, yeah, and jewelry. I mean, sometimes I've seen digital cameras because about, like, they're going on a honeymoon. And, what about like, cufflinks? Ooh, that's cool too. But again, usually these people have yeah, these picked, picked out. out. Right. I I think that cards are great. Like a little note mm-hmm. is just as much. But actually, yeah. What did it say? Now I'm like panicking. I, I will tell you, not live. What I I've always thought I would do. Perfect. But I can't say it live. No, don't say it live. Yeah. Um. Okay. So so chief goes with her. And <laughs> scrubs in and it's like hanging out behind her, like mm, likes mm, how she mm, asked mm. for the scalpel. Good, yeah. Good. I said, Chief, shut the fuck up. I said, Chief on looking is me. Oh, when, great, very oh, nice. Wait. This is actually perfect for what we talked about in the intro. I said, Chief on looking is me when Jake's cooking dinner. <laughs> like, you great can, job, very nice. Like, you can do it on your own. Oh, you sure you're gonna? Yeah. When he's just like, ah, I guess I, you could do it that way. That's me. Like, so yeah, I am Chief. Oh my god, that's so funny. <laughs> that's a perfect roundabout. Yeah, that I is. Wrote a, that note. <laughs> yeah, that's a really good example. Um, she, oh, and also I love that Meredith is just fucking crushing it in surgery. Even when like Mark comes in and is like talking to her, yeah. and Chief's like chir- chirping in her ear, she like doesn't miss a beat. No, she's just like also too that she doesn't take a moment to like breathe in, breathe out. She's just like bogey scalpel. Yeah. Like done yeah. this a million times. Yep, love it. I really appreciate that. Like, so Chief's being all annoying. I feel like Chief, like, I've said this before, he has hot and cold. Like, yeah, you said this last episode. Yeah, he's either very angry or he's, like, fatherly or whatever. But I feel like when he's, like, truly in his, like, which next week when he talks to Bailey and has that moment and he's, mm-hmm. like, with her or whatever. Like, when Chief is, like, being this, like, fatherly and just, like, friend, it's prime Chief for me. Like, yeah. fucking love him. And I love that he... I said, Chief recognizes Alice would have been proud of Meredith for surgery, not the marriage. Yes. And I liked, because initially Meredith's like, no, she wouldn't have been proud. And he's like, no, no, I'm talking about what you just did. And I feel like that has to be good for Meredith because, like, he is filling a little bit of a gap and being realistic about it. And, like, yes. being proud of her for both things, but also acknowledging what her mom would have been proud of. Right. I just thought that was, like, the greatest wedding gift for Mare is to know that on her wedding day, her mom would have been proud of her, even for if do- not for the right thing. Yeah, <laughs> for doing a solo surgery. Yeah, and- so I liked that moment a lot. I, I think that's great. Um, I love... The wedding! Yeah, I, before the okay. wedding, I just want to talk a little bit about Christina... Talking to Meredith oh, yeah, about the wedding. The a big day. <laughs> that is my, like, I have that ingrained in my brain that, like, her getting up on the couch, big, big day. day. It's like one of my yeah. favorite Christina moments. And Meredith is like, please don't do this. And she's, she's like, like, what are you doing? And she's like, oh, thank God. And then she's like, do you want me to shave off your eyebrows to numb you into it's a submission? submission? <laughs> yeah, I have that written too. So good. Yeah. So, so fun. I, I get it. In this moment when this happened, I was like, oh, yeah, Christina had a wedding. Yeah. Like, almost. But, like, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> Big, Big day. day. <laughs> it's for sure a top five moment of Christina. Yeah. And, you know, she's just talking about, like, how fucking tired she is. And she has to get Meredith <laughs> down the aisle and then just, like, turns on this complete <laughs> fake, like, that her and Meredith don't do that. And Meredith is like, stop. This On is your not- wedding day, if I'm around, big day. I'm going to say that to you. Big day. I will probably start crying because I'll be like, you get me so, <laughs> so well. Um, so anyway, it's a big day. It's a yeah. wedding day. Um, also, okay, a few things that I hadn't remembered since I haven't watched this in a while. The wedding is Bailey's idea. 
because Derek is like, I can't save her tumor. You know, she's like, but there's something you can do. And then it like cuts to like all of these things happening. Oh, I so, so it is Bailey's. Yeah. Yeah. Which is, I just love that. Of course. Yeah. Cause is. I thought it was Derek's idea. She but- fucking takes care of her own. Like yeah. she's mama bear to all these people. And yeah, so she tells Derek, Derek obviously tells Meredith and even fucking better. I made a big note and circled it. Meredith is the one who tells Alex about the idea. Yes. Like, I feel like I'm just noticing more and more the times that they are friends. Mm-hmm. I mean, we'll talk, but like, she's his best man. Like, like they are, they truly yeah. are friends. And it makes me even make it more realistic. Because this is the episode where he's crying on a bench, right? Yeah. He says, I think she's going to die on me. And yeah. starts crying. And yeah. Uh, and then. And I love that Meredith is there for him in yeah, that moment. Right. And I just love how the, like, segue into the wedding is, like, Alex coming in, like, with his suit. Yeah, and doesn't even really pop a question or anything. They just... It's just happening. I just didn't remember it happening that fast. Oh, yeah. It's like, and there's... Well, so then Ingrid Michaelson's song starts playing, which... Turn to Stone. ...was the first song that played on our playlist when I turned it on at work. uh, And I was like, this morning. And I was like, oh, God. And I started feeling things. Yeah. I thought it was really, like, sad but beautiful when... So Izzy's getting ready, but they're removing medical things. Yeah. Like, like it's all happening. Like, as they're doing whatever, like, they're removing a plug and, like, Mm -hmm. just really sad. Like, putting a little thing in her hair and then they're taking her oxygen off. Right. Like... um, It's very beautiful and, like, precise. Yeah. And it's her wedding. She planned it all. It's everything she, she said w- that a million times too in this episode. Like it's the perfect wedding. Yeah, it's exactly what she wants. Mm-hmm. And then you know Meredith makes the the little joke about like who's going to be the maid of honor, and she's like Christina. She says it so fast. Yeah, like you. She says you tried to save my life, and that makes you honorable. Which well before that's that I start crying. Yeah, well before <laughs> that she was like. Um, because Meredith, because you need to be Alex Alex's the best man. man, and he's freaking out right now. And so then Christina is like, "Oh, so I'm like second best or whatever." And she said, "You tried to save my life." And Christina's eyes get watery. Yeah, yeah she has no funny retort. Yeah, like, she's just like, that. "Oh, okay." Um, and then she starts. Okay, wa- this is the then part she starts walking I down know, the aisle. This part fucking destroys me. So because again, I haven't seen this in a while. So. I don't, it's very blurry to me. So yeah, she's walking down and I was writing, George watching her walk down the aisle makes me sad because, I mean, I know they they weren't right together, but I still think he loves her more than like he probably loves anyone else. Yeah. And and so I'm saying that and then I go, fuck, he walks her. Like, Did you I, not remember no. that? And so when she stumbles and then like he, he says, take he's my there hand. in like a half a second. Like yeah. he's just there. And I, uh, that's when I was like, oh no. Oh yeah. No. And then he gives her away. Yeah. And, and like Alex, Alex yeah. and they nod their heads. Fuck. It's just Dude, so. I know. I sent Abby a photo of me. I had yeah. tears rolling down my face. I was like, fuck, I'm on the wedding episode right also, now. Also, and maybe this is like not on purpose, but you know how they're like, the priest guy's talking and he's like, we all give our blessing and it pans to George on that moment. Yeah. And it's kind of like George gives his blessing. Like, I don't know. Like, this is okay. Yeah. Yeah. And like, I'm just, I'm telling, okay, listeners, I 
I ship Izzy and George hard. Like that, I loved them together. I felt GGBs when they had that closet moment and they didn't make out but yeah, wanted to. That was a great moment. Yeah, so good. Like I, even though it was like wrong how it happened, I always thought they would have been good together. Like I just wanted it so bad. Yeah. I think it's because when I first watched the show, I identified with Izzy and I liked George. Like so it was right. like perfect. Mm-hmm. But this just fucking kills me when he walks her down the aisle. Um, it's so perfect. It is. I wrote, I'm feeling so much. I'm crying. <laughs> George. Like, my notes aren't really, like, they're, like, one-liners. But um, I also wrote that Bailey looks so pleased. Yeah. Like, when they, like, I kiss. And she's just like, oh, this is so good. Well, yeah, so much is happening. So, Karev, while Karev is using, saying incredible vows, which he took from the speech, but, like, altered. Yeah. Mark puts his arm around Lexi. Mm-hmm. Christina stares at Owen and is teary-eyed. Mare and Dare look at each other and smile. This fucking, like... They're like, it's okay we're not getting married today. <laughs> like, yep. look at what we did. But then I got sad and I wrote, George has no one. No, like, he and you you notice he has no one. They pan to him again and he's sitting by himself. Yes. And, again, they at this point, they know he's fucking leaving the show. Like, yeah. It's just really hard for me to watch. <laughs> um, was Chief there? I can't remember Chief's response. He's just like, yeah. yeah he's by Bailey. He's they're getting married. <laughs> <laughs> they're doing it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and then she gets home and she's so To the sick. hospital. Yeah. yeah. And she, and her like hair comes out with her little pin. Yeah. And, and Alex just has the best response. Like, we'll shave it off. Like, yeah. who fucking cares? It's all going to be okay. And I just wrote, Kreva's so good. Like, he's like, my wife is hot. Like, and then this is where she tells Denny go away now well, yeah so I wrote oh I wrote I don't know why <laughs> I need to read the monologue again it says is he talking to Denny via the monologue well yeah so she's saying like that this day was perfect all this stuff yeah she's like talking to him yeah because Alex is out of the room and, and then, then oh, you're right you're and right. then Alex comes back in and she's like go away now I want to be alone with my husband yeah so it's interesting to read that that monologue it's like she's telling him, like, yeah, you never know, blah, blah, blah. It was, and then she says, it was a beautiful day. Yes. And then he comes in. So I think it's really b- brilliant. I also think that's the last time that she talks to Denny. Because. No. No, he comes back again? Next episode. Oh, damn it. Oh, yeah. yeah, you're right. I forget. You're, I forget. Yeah. But yeah, so I loved that, like, because the, yeah, that the monologue is them talking to each other. Mm-hmm. Um, and Christina rips out the fan. Karev kisses her head, her bald head. Yeah. Didn't look too bad. No. Because sometimes, like... <laughs> Mine would be terrifying. Well, no, but sometimes, like, with makeup... Right. Would, like... No, it looked like a real bald head. Yeah. It's pretty... What if Shonda was like, you will shave your head? <laughs> you will do You it. do not have an option. <laughs> we are not providing a wig cap. Yeah. Um, a fuck. wig cap? A, yeah. That's Is what that called. what they're called? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Um... Felt a lot of things in this episode. I mean, like, this could have been the, the finale. finale. Right, exactly. Which I also love that they had such an epic episode yes. that wasn't the finale. It's very um, Game of Thrones, where the mm-hmm. penultimate episode is, like, the big yes. one. And then, yeah. Yeah. Um, it's fucking great. I had GGBs. We should talk about MVP. Oh, yeah. I forgot about MVP. I know. We I- also have to read notes and trivia. Oh, yeah. Will you, Let me, can you open it on your phone? Because I'm afraid if I get out of this, it will mess yeah, up. Yeah, start maybe talking about what yeah, your so MVP Yeah, so my thoughts for MVP, I have a couple. I mean, like, obvi- I feel like the obvious choice you could say, like, is Izzy. Like, she planned this wedding. It sure. was her wedding. She's, like, ill. She made it through her wedding, blah, blah, blah. 
She made it through. <laughs> Part of me thinks Mayor Dare for, like, mm-hmm. Derek A for, like, being her doctor and, like, for, I don't know, giving, not giving up their wedding, but, like, making, being totally fine with plans being switched. But also, like, that's how they go. Like, they didn't even want this wedding. Right. And then I also Like, because like, in the beginning, we've kind of forgot to talk about, they're like, this is a big church. They're, like, yes. standing in it, like, we're getting yeah. married in a church. And okay. I also thought Karev, because, again, he rises to the occasion. Like, he was not yeah. planning on getting married that day. Whether or not it was the responsible choice. But George grabbed her and walked her down the aisle. Right. Part of me then thinks George, because he handled, maybe. Maybe George, because he handles the ER, and he, yeah, just honestly, I think George walking her down the aisle might be one of my top, favorite top moments of Grey's. It's so perfect. I can't even. But anyways, I don't know. I don't know who did not, who did. Do you have um, any Or idea? Bailey. For it being her idea to begin with. Yeah. Or, um. The person who, I feel like MVP in like the. Uh, podcast I listen to is like the person who furthered their cause and so I'm trying to think like who like who really did it I feel like Izzy it, like I think it has to be Izzy. I think so too I think it has to be. but or is it Izzy because Izzy like just got like the benefits this episode right right you know so I don't I don't actually I don't know, know that it is Izzy I, part of me thinks Karev because he was not planning. I think, on- I, yeah, I think Karev, because he was not planning on getting no, married. and those vows. And he didn't, he didn't question it. He just no. did it. And the way he responds to her, yeah. like, when she has to shave her head and, like, right. um, yeah, Karev gets the Harper Avery. Perfect. Okay, notes and trivia. This episode's title originated from the song What a Difference a Day Makes, originally sung by Dinah Washington. Dina? Dina? Is it D-I-N-A-H? No. Dina? Dinah? Anyway, this episode scored 15.33 million viewers. This is the 100th episode of Grey's Anatomy. <gasps> wow, happy 100. Yeah. We've done a, well, not quite because we have combined. Yeah, but, but either way, we've made it through 100 episodes. Yeah. Holy shit. shit. That's a big deal. I wish I knew yeah. that in the Same. beginning. Um, it was mentioned that there were eight kids piled into a single SVU. <laughs> SUV. <laughs> However, only six, David, Becca, yeah. Jordan, Michelle, Dana, and Pete, were seen or mentioned. It's unknown if this was a mistake or if the other two passengers were just not featured. According to Shonda, Denny wore black in this episode as he represents death. Duh. Duh. We picked <laughs> that up. And this is the hundredth appearance of um, Mayor, Mayor Ellen Pompeo as Meredith Gray, Patrick Dempsey as Derek Shepard, Sandra Oh as Christina Yang, Justin Chambers as Alex Krev, T.R. Knight as George O'Malley, and Katherine Heigl as Izzy Stevens. Wow. So that's cool. And George only has two more. Uh, yes. Um, oh, also, I, we forgot to say that Callie and Arizona went to the wedding together. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They were very cute and kissy. And, yeah. Yeah. Um, um, I was only noting the sad things. <laughs> right. Because there were a lot of sad things, but... It was also really. I feel like my rating is gonna be bold. Okay, I'm I'm here for it. Like this to me is is a ten. (gasps) Well, it is the hundredth episode. Like it, like I would give it a ten. I I feel completely confident in giving this a ten. Like the patient story was really good. I felt things for those certain patients. Like it just it was fucking good. I also feel completely confident (laughs) in giving it a ten. What? A double 10. A double 10. Wow, I'm surprised you're giving it a 10. Well, I I think I've always really loved this episode. And 
And especially this time, I cried really hard watching this episode. And I never, like, I never get bored with this episode. I feel like it's just, it gives you everything that Grades is supposed to give you. 100%. The music, it's got Ingrid Michaelson's song. Ingrid that is it right there. That's the key ingredient. If it's got Sarah Bareilles or Or Ingrid Ingrid Michaelson, yeah. You know, also, or what's the one who uh, Anna Anna and Alec? Yeah. Um. I also think uh, or the fray. We should sometime do an episode where we talk about all of the weddings. Because well, like, I was gonna say like, is this the first one? Mm, oh, Christina's. Yeah, but there have been a lot, and we should do an episode of that because Ranking we can talk them. about who our fa- which ones are our favorites. Yeah, this one is successful. It's beautiful. I fucking love it. Yeah, feel great about George it. George is my favorite. Yeah. Um, uh, all right. So any other things we have to say? I'm like, I feel good. No, I feel great. Um, uh, if you have thoughts about this episode and you want to talk about it, the best place to do that is our Facebook group. Yes. Um, it's the On Call Room Listener Squad. And if you join, be just be a $2 a month. That's it. On, yeah. On Patreon. Then you can gain access That's to that. That's less than a Starbucks coffee. Yeah. Like just a coffee, not even a fancy coffee. Yeah. So you Please can, do. you can do it. Yeah. Um, and actually, tonight, we're not going to call time of death because we have... Someone else. Yeah, which is the first time we've had this, so I'm really yeah. excited. So if you are also a patron, um, in a, is it $5 mm-hmm. from there? There's a phone number that you have access to. You can text us, you can call us, you can leave us voicemails, and you can call time of death, and we'll play it on the show. Yeah, just like we are going to right, right now. now. So thank you so much for listening. Bye. Hi, this is Katie. And this is Tina. We love you guys. We're happy new year to everyone. Time will pass. <laughs> it is 1948. Bye. <laughs>